This is episode 184 of the Twim Show. This is Andy Sehod Sajid. Today I'm going over the notable news and updates from the week of October 23 to 27, 2023. So today, first off, what do we have? Um, this is the most important update of this week is Google has introduced search themes. It's a new optional performance max signal. Now, let me break this down for you what this is actually um, so currently as it stands or prior to this announcement the way performance max worked was that performance max would take your budget assets feeds and landing pages to predict valuable placements and that had some shortcomings i guess and this is why google came up with this thing called uh, search themes which allows advertisers to have more control over these automated campaigns by providing specific topics or categories relevant to their business. This helps the AI system better understand what kind of traffic would be most beneficial for your business and better targeting means more relevant traffic and more relevant traffic means higher conversion rates. So the way search themes fills the gap is by allowing you to provide additional context about your business, helping Google to better understand and target your ads. Like for example, say, um, it, the way I'm thinking is what it does is actually it allows you to put like uh, query strings that your searchers would be using. So they, Google is going to take the take that information as well as whatever they, it was doing with Performance Max, marry the two and then give this to you, a place your, show your ad to the right place. Uh, so in my opinion, uh, it's still in beta uh, uh, search themes, but in my opinion, it's really a step forward to uh, forward to what Performance Max does because Performance Max, while a lot of people saw you know excellent results in the early days, however, uh, as time went on, Performance Max did not really do well. And Google want people to use Performance Max because Google wants to, uh, you know, kind of use the AI to do accurate placements. So this actually is a very good, uh, I think, at a high level, it sounds really good. Uh, again, time will tell how good is this is and what's going to happen. Until then, we just have to wait for, take Google for their word and wait for it to get released uh, you know, to everyone. Okay, with that. Next up, uh, update on structured data. Google has rolled out an update that allows you to make different types of structured data on your website. Uh, again, structured data is something that we have covered again and again, uh, which is it just basically gives uh, not what you see, it's behind uh, what you see where it tells search engine crawlers or Google bots that, you know, hey, here's this page, this is what information is contained in this page and what this page is all about and plus other stuff. So before this update, you had to choose between using JSON uh, or microdata formers for your structured data. Well, each has its pros and cons. JSON uh, JavaScript object notation is easier to maintain and read, while microdata integrates directly into HTML. Now, Google is saying it's okay to use both formats together. Previously, you couldn't use. You have to choose one or the other. And the flexibility can make your website more efficient and effective in communicating with search engines. Okay. Uh, other than that, there is really nothing else that I should cover i mean if you want more details go read the show notes next up uh, you know 
if you are if you are unsure if you're getting penalized by Google's uh, helpful content or if you think you have unhelpful content, uh, Dennis Sullivan from Google, uh, he's the search liaison uh, from Google, uh, recently shed some light on what uh, Google considers unhelpful comment content. Again, this is something we have covered again and again in our show in the past. Uh, first of all, uh, what he's saying is that if you Sullivan is saying that if you're writing articles like 20 fun things you can do today just to rank well from the term for the term fun things then you are on the wrong track the focus should be on creating content that is genuinely useful to your audience he also cautioned against using tools that suggest what to write about based on what might rank well according to him this approach often leads to content that google considers unhelpful now, so what's the key takeaway? Shift your focus from trying to please search engines to meet the needs of, ad, to meet, to meeting, sorry. Shift your focus from trying to please search engines to meeting the needs of your audience. If someone ask a, asks a question about, and your current content provides a clear answer that that's people first content, and guess what, Google loves it. Now you can all say, hey, that's we understand. Google is saying this, but do we really believe because we have a SEO guru or a SEO professional who tells me otherwise? You know, I'm not taking Google's side, but I will tell you um, it, only because Google doesn't really have a good track record uh, as we see uh, in the uh, antitrust lawsuits coming up. But what I will say is that I've always found value in writing content that's mainly for the user and less about the search engines. I mean, you know, I, I follow a lot of people on social media who are you know, SEO experts and they have all these things, right, uh, to the point where you need to have metadata and things like that. Well, they're helpful, but they don't really help you to rank. What really helps you to rank is writing good content and not this BS content uh, that you would write. Or, well, you would have this SEO agency write and which really doesn't take you anywhere. Okay, hope this helps. Let's jump into the next one. So, and if you think that, you know, your ranking has dropped and the first thing oftentimes people say that, oh, uh, they blame it on uh, CLS, which is cumulative layout shift, uh, especially if you have recently received a warning from about it from Google Search Console. But hold on, Google's John Mueller has made it clear, CLS is not the reason for sudden significant drop in search rankings, okay? So first of all, what is cumulative layout shift, CLS? It's a metric that measures the visual stability of your website. For example, if elements on your web page move around as it loads, that's a high CLS score and is generally considered bad for user experience. However, according to Mueller, if, even if you have issues with CLS, it's not going to cause a drastic drop in your Google rankings. So why is this important? Because focusing on the wrong issue can waste your valuable time and resource. Google has constant, uh, consistently stated that the page experience signals like core web vitals, which include CLS, are not significant ranking factors, and we have covered this in the past. They might act more like a tiebreaker than a major ranking signal, and I believe I had an episode where I covered this as well. So if you have seen a drop in traffic, the culprit is some, likely something else. In summary, 
while it's good to optimize for a better page experience, don't panic or over-focus on metrics like CLS when you see a drop in your rankings. Your time is better spent analyzing the other potential issues that could have more significant impact on your website's performance. Um, Understanding what really affects your website's ranking can save you from unnecessary stress and help you focus on what truly matters for your business. Don't chase the wrong problems. Hope this helps. Let's go to the next one. Okay, host load exit error. And some people are see this error message on Google Search Console and you might start blaming your web host or you start tweaking things like that. And a lot of people have seen this recently and Google's John Mueller has again clarified that the issue is not with your hobo, web host, it's something else entirely. So first, let's break down what does host load exceeded means. This error appears when you try to index your website's pages using Google Search Console. Indexing, okay, and... Hang on, sorry, I lost track. Okay, uh, this error happens when you try to index your web page, website's page using Google Search Console. Mueller has stated that the problem is not with your web host or even with Google's crawling and indexing process, processes. Instead, the issue arises when people spam the URL inspection tool by submitting too many URLs for indexing. In other words, in other words, the error is a result of a user behavior, not a technical glitch or a quality issue with your website. So why is this important? Because understanding the real cause behind this error can save you time and effort. You don't need to switch web hosts or make drastic changes to your website. Instead, be mindful of how many URLs you're submitting for indexing. Normal crawling and indexing by Google will happen naturally, so there's no need to force the process. Okay, uh, wait till the, I guess, towards the end of the show where we, have, we talk about something uh, called index now. Um, that's probably going to help you, even though Index Now does not really submit to Google, but I think you should stay on and hear that. Okay, uh, Google has this testing out this new privacy feature, anonymizing IP. Uh, it's basically uh, it's a product IP protection feature for Chrome, and it's going to design to mask users' original IP address, making it harder for websites to track them. This is crucial for you as a business owner because it could impact how you target and reach potential customers online. And this will probably hit more hard to Facebook um, ad customers than anything else just because Facebook does use IP address to figure out who this user is. Because I know this for a fact because I've seen ads on stuff that my wife has browsed and Facebook thinks it's me, and they start showing me the ad. Uh, so that's how I kind of know that you know it's kind of tying, because uh, we live in a house, same household, and obviously our IP address does not change between me and her as we browse, uh, you know, throughout the day. And sometimes there is this, uh, how do I say, uh, cross pollination that where they think Facebook thinks oh, it's me who's browsing, uh, and off I go. I see those ads anyway. With that, uh, that's all you, you need to know for now. Uh, it's coming out, I believe, next year. So it's something you just need to be aware of and then you need to plan your digital marketing around it. Okay, Google's Q323 ad revenue bounces back. Google, they have reported 11% year-on-year increase in search advertising for a quarter three 2023. Uh, the uptick indicates a stabilizing ad market, which could be a golden opportunity for business. Uh, and yeah, the report, uh, they also 
it said there is ad, YouTube's ad revenue went up by 12.5%. Uh, and that's about it. That's all you need to know about their, you know, I guess the revenue results. Okay, uh, next up, index now. They're on a two-year mark. We I had covered this when it was launched two years ago, coincidentally, and we have started using index now on our you know website, market, marketandgrow.com. And basically what index now does, it, it kind of, we have a WordPress website, so it's a plugin, and every time there is an update, it just sends directly uh, the changes to Microsoft. So now Microsoft has come out, I mean, there's Yandex as well as part of Index now. There was uh, some gossips, a rumor that you know Google might join. Google hasn't joined. It's been two years, so I do not know if they will ever join. But every time we make some changes, our those changes automatically get posted to uh, what is it called? Uh, Microsoft. Uh, I am only saying Microsoft just because I don't care about Yandex and I do not know where Yandex stands after since the it's a Russian search engine and I do not know where it stands since the Ukraine war. Anyway. What is something you really need to know about is that there are 16, 60 million, 60 million websites joining Index Now daily and a staggering 1.4 billion with a B URLs are submitted each day through Index Now. So if you don't have Index Now, you're missing out. Now it's not Index Now is not only just for uh, websites with WordPress. Uh, if you have Wix Premium or Duda, you'd be able to use Index Now, and then other plugins like or other tools like Yoast, All in One, SEO, Rank Math, SEO Press uh, are already included. Already include Index Now. So if you have any one of those, also you'd be good. Uh, if not. I guess you need to consider what kind of web host you have, right? Again, you could say, hey, we don't care about traffic from Bing, and which is fine, but I would think I would take any traffic that I get. Uh, okay, uh, Microsoft relaunches Pop Center. Uh, it's the Google AdSense alternative. There is nothing really new. It's only, uh, for now, it's for US only pilot program. Uh, the, it's not nothing new. It's been around since 2008, uh, but, uh, Microsoft is, I guess, probably taking a stab again at uh, AdSense, which is basically a way for website owners to generate income from their blog or from their website. Okay, so and if you're not uh, happy with AdSense or you want to participate in a Pop Center, that's another option. And Microsoft's Q3 revenue has also gone up. Uh, they have had a 10% year-on-year increase in search and news advertising for quarter three, 2023. Now, Microsoft is a big company. They do have other products, cloud, enterprise solutions, you know, Windows and Office and things like that. But we are focusing directly on uh, the search and news advertising, and it's a 10% increase. Um, I think that's all you should probably be worried about or care about. Okay. And talking about profit, Meta's profit had Q3 also skyrocketed to 11.6 billion. Uh, that's a 23% year-on-year uh, growth. That's a pretty good growth. Uh, they say the company saw an increase of 31% in ads viewed during the quarter, even though the average price per ad decreased by 6%. So again, it looks like all the three platforms did very, very well this quarter three. Lastly, and HubSpot has partnered with TikTok, uh, so it's really a game changer for B2B for now. I'm pretty sure other CRMs are going to have is that basically when you have uh, lead form in TikTok, 
that contact is gonna get sent to HubSpot automatically, and which is great. And again, you know, this whole native integration is really, really helpful. Uh, if not, and then it creates a record in HubSpot, and I think you know when you close that record, uh, which by closing means if you go, the customer, the lead converts, and that data gets sent back to TikTok, and obviously that's gonna help you with a lot of uh, better ad targeting. Overall, uh, you know, I've been doing some work uh, the last 10 or 14 days where, you know, I could building a solution for YouTube. Uh, and basically what that basically does is like, you know, we have a YouTube ad and the viewer clicks on the ad, goes to a landing page. And from there, if they schedule a call and sending all those data back and capturing the Google click ID and everything, it's quite a bit of a heavy lifting. However, uh, we need to do that heavy lifting because if we don't send the data back into Google, then Google wouldn't, wouldn't know which con- customers are really converting, who are not converting, and who is the valuable customer. So why I talked about this is because you know what HubSpot and TikTok is doing is really kind of game changer. Where I say that is because it really helps uh, to send the data back to TikTok and TikTok knowing more information about who your customers are. Now, I'm very positive that more of this integration are going to come in the future with other platform makers. If not, I mean, and if you're not using HubSpot, then, you know, you need custom solutions. And that's where companies like us could probably help you. Uh, Again, we are not a TikTok expert, but we know what to do when it comes to, uh, you know, connect and capture the data and send it to the right uh, CRM. Okay. Uh, that was a shameless plug. Uh, with that, folks, that's it for this week in marketing. Now you know everything to uh, to be in the know. Uh, this is your host, Sajid, signing off. Until next week, take care. Bye-bye.